Starting any new diet can be very intimidating, but over the next few episodes, here I'm going to show you how the keto diet can help reduce carb cravings, keep hunger at bay, and lead to weight loss. I'm also going to share some easy tips for you to get started. So today, and over the next few episodes, we're talking keto. Let's go. Welcome to Eat, Live, Love, Train. It's not a tagline, it's a lifestyle in a community of individuals devoted to food, wine, and wellness. I'm your host, Chef Shannon, executive chef, certified sommelier, and certified wellness coach. Also, proud Air Force veteran. Hashtag gratitude. As you listen, this will be one of the best moments of your week, where you're entertained like a stand-up, educated like a TED Talk, and enlightened like a sermon. If you're new around here, welcome. You can find me at eatlivelovetrain.com. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe. You can listen over at iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Alexa TuneIn, Pandora, and Google Podcast. I appreciate you. And if you got something on your mind, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Eat Live Love Train. And if you're not new, then you already know how we get down around here. If you would like to be a part of the Food, Wine, and Wellness Tribe and get routine updates and notifications on pop-ups, live streams, promos, members-only exclusive videos, podcasts, and or giveaways, be sure to get on the list to receive the newsletter. You don't want to miss out on opportunities that will enhance your kitchen game, hosting skills, food and wine persona, and bring added value to both your personal and professional relationships overall. You can sign up to get all these updates at eatlivelovetrain.com forward slash newsletter. Let's face it, the calories in, calories out concept is what diets have been sitting around for years. To lose weight, you must regularly eat fewer calories than you burn. Yet and still, the math never seems to calculate like that when you step on the scale. The reason is that the body is more complex than simple math. But also that the proportion and source of calories, particularly the carbohydrate, is what really is key for individuals to succeed at weight loss. Weight loss is both an art and a science. And once you learn what works for you, you simply stick to it. Health and medical professionals are acknowledging that cutting calories and fat grams may not be the best or most effective way to lose weight. The new way of thinking is that a low-carb diet may be more effective for weight loss and may also reduce the risk factors associated with diabetes and heart disease. Now the keto diet is just that. It's a low-carb eating approach because it trains the body to become more efficient at burning fat stores and provides potential health benefits beyond just weight loss. So if you're wondering, what exactly is the keto diet? Well, the ketogenic diet may seem like a trend, but in all actuality, Keto's been around for well over a century. It's just only now it's becoming highlighted and popularized. The ketogenic diet, a low-carb, high-fat way of eating, was developed almost a century ago as a treatment for epilepsy. Ketogenic diets are typically defined by having a macronutrient breakdown of 5-10% to carbs, 10-25% to protein, and 70 to 80% fat. 
the primary focus here is on minimalizing the intake of carbs and instead emphasize fat, good fat. The primary objective with the ketogenic diet is to put the body into a state of ketosis. Now ketosis happens when carb stores in the body are depleted, a state that is achieved by consuming only 5 to 10% of calories from carbohydrates on a consistent basis. And when the carb stores are depleted, the body's fat stores are broken down, released as fatty acids into the bloodstream, and used for fuel. The body's consistent need to use fat stores instead of carbs for fuel is the reason the keto diet is suggested as one of the best ways to initiate fat burning in the body. Now you may be wondering, what's the difference between the keto diet and a low-carb diet? Well, the keto diet is similar to other popular low-carb diets such as the Atkins diet in that they focus more on reducing carbohydrate intake. However, carbohydrate intake is also where they differ. While there is no medical definition for low-carb, it typically means consuming less than 30% of your daily calories from carbohydrates. Now, understanding that, the keto diet is what one may refer to as a very low-carb diet, since the goal is to eat only 5-10% to 10 of calories from carbs. So you're talking between 20 and 50 grams of carbs per day. Something else to keep in mind, another difference between the keto diet and other low-carb diets is the source of the other calories. Unlike many low-carb approaches, the keto diet doesn't emphasize significantly increasing protein to make up for the carbs. The opposite. Instead, those calories are replaced primarily by using fat intake. The keto diet calls for a more moderate protein intake, which alleviates strain on the body that popular low-carb, high-protein diets can put on the kidneys. This results in a unique macronutrient breakdown for the keto diet that resembles some aspects of low-carb diets, but is very different from traditional dietary guidelines. You know, I can recall 20 years ago, few physicians were openly prescribing low-carb, high-fat diets, such as the ketogenic diet, and many have labeled the keto diet as an unhealthy fad diet when used for weight loss purposes. And now today it's done a complete 180 as this philosophy and dietary prescription has been embraced by thousands of physicians who are working on the front lines of obesity and the diabetic epidemic. According to other health professionals, low-carb, high-fat diets are based on the premise that we get fat not because we eat too much, but because we consume carbohydrate-rich foods and carb-rich beverages. Specifically, sugars, grains, starchy vegetables. One big culprit that I think we can all admit to, bread. When you go out to eat, some of these restaurants, the bread is phenomenal. But, man, guess what? It's the enemy. I know it's not fair, but you can enjoy bread from time to time as long as you're training. That's the caveat. Now, 
the ketogenic diet has not been officially endorsed by the American Heart Association, nor has it been endorsed by the American College of Cardiology or the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. However, new research suggests that low-carb diets like the ketogenic diet may not only be an effective long-term approach to weight loss, but may also provide the following health benefits. Weight loss equivalent to or greater than what is seen with traditional diets, reduced hunger and cravings, improved insulin sensitivity and prevention of the development of type 2 diabetes, reduced risk factors associated with metabolic syndrome and cardiovascular diseases, improved brain health, decreased memory loss and less neuron degeneration, decreased growth of cancer cells. So although there's no such thing as the perfect diet plan, we have to admit that the studies illustrate and show that the ketogenic diet works for thousands of people, if not millions of people. However, there is a learning curve and I highly recommend and suggest you talk to your medical doctor or physician before you implement this. I've been doing it for several years now and I gotta tell you, it's done wonders for me. So, have any of you been on the keto diet or have started your keto journey? And if so, I would love to hear about it. These are my thoughts and I'm curious to hear what you have to say on the subject matter. Feel free to send your comments or questions to chef-coach at eatlivelovetrain.com or DM me on Instagram at eatlivelovetrain. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. And remember, we are a reflection of what we need. I'll see you next time.